I've had triumphs. I've had success. I've had many failures. I've made many mistakes. I've had some good choices and I've made some bad choices. But it all makes up my story. A story that I've decided to share with everyone. And a journey I encourage you to take with me. If this journey sounds like something you want to be a part of, I encourage you to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so many more platforms where we can be found at. And let's take this journey together as we find out what it's like to have a life in a pickle. Oh, we're recording. Awesome. No, it's funny because I'm, I'm like leaning back. I'm going, is the cop still there? <laughs> it's like slow. I'm like a cartoon right now. I'm like, mm. how y'all doing, folks, at the PSU got this universe? How y'all doing? Oh, man. Tell you what, though. PSU universe, it is Thursday night. We got some things to talk about tonight. But yeah, and we've I been got pickles. He's got pickles. We've been having a conversation off the air. So we figured we're going to get it started up because we always have conversations off air. We're like, well, you should have been recording that because sometimes we get gold and that's that's the way it rolls. So what's going on there, brothers? Um, not much. You, you know. always say not much, and we come up with all kind of topics. He always says not much. Well, then now it's funny because um, we gon' we gonna get into this. We gonna get into this real soon. But yes, it was our anniversary, dude. We've been doing this for over a year now, and it's us uh, awesome. Now I went back and listened to. There is seven years, seven hours of my life I can never get back because <laughs> I just sit through all these audios. And one of the funniest things I heard was, it was crap. It was crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my whole thing was, it's crap. It's crap. I was like, dude, I'm like, that's awesome that I got that. I mean, but now I didn't use anything from our, like, you know, audios that we've been doing recently or then I took all the stuff from our, our previous thing, which is on YouTube, you know. So I, I downloaded um, the audios from. 14 episodes and I'm, and I'm and I'm listening over and over again and I'm like man we had I mean I mean we still got good stuff but I'm like I see why we went where we went you know I'm like that is awesome it's and crap I, yeah so like the first like three four episodes it was just me and you it was you know JD and the Rev that's what the PS then we have special special guest car you know guest star you know Gashes Clay then it took off from there so it's like I added a lot of that in there and it's like man. And um, it is funny because it's like I've, I've listened to all these old audios. I'm like, wow, we've really been doing this for a year now. So, and then Gaster's Clay became a part of the thing. Yes, yeah, so PS Universe, happy anniversary, man. Because I mean, it, it was amazing. Yes, 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 happy anniversary. That's what I said to Rob, and he's like, uh, you're funny. And I was like, dude, I'm being serious. It's the show's anniversary. He's like, oh, okay. And actually, we had missed our anniversary because we actually started in March of last yeah. year. Because yep. then the way I found out was because, you know, Facebook puts all those things about memories and stuff like that. And they had um, Easter Eclipse on there. We did one of the episodes and it said um, till from last year. And I'm like, we've been doing this for a year now. Oh, my damn. So I went and actually double checked it on YouTube and sure as shit. I mean, one of our first episodes was back in March. You know, I was like, wow. Hell yeah! I mean, I was, I was, I was excited. You know, I put up that whole post and everything because I was like, I was, I was feeling giddy about it. I'm like, wow, I've been doing this for a year now. This is awesome. I mean, with you guys and everything, the PSU. Yeah, I mean, me and you were conceptualizing it a month or two before we did it, and then it's like, 
we just decided to go with it and we've been running with it ever since. Yeah. And I told the podcaster the same thing to the groups and everything. I was like, I said, we met through a YouTube group because you know, that's what it was to, you know, watch and shared kind of deal. You know, we didn't, yep. we didn't join the sub for sub groups. We were like a small time group because you know, most YouTubers want to just, you know, sub for sub or, you know, view for view, link for link and all that. But we actually belonged to our group where actually people were participating. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And it just went on from there. And I'm like, yeah, that was, but I mean, to hear all that old stuff, man, was just awesome. And of course, the last audio thing that I picked up was Alien Stock. <laughs> and, then, and I cut that. Yes, down. that was funny. Oh, Alien Stock. Damn. And, I, and I, re, I, re, I was sitting there, I was doing the editing and I was listening to the playback as I got done. And my lady goes, wow, it's still funny after all this time. And I'm like, I know Alien Stock. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have made a remix on its own of its crap right right now it, and it's and it's funny because oh um, like the top 10 moments that jd um, said it's crap it, it's crap <laughs> it's crap alien stock and rob's laugh could be like a mix itself it could it could yeah and that's and, it, and it's funny that i say that because and um, we, we will talk about this later on because, you know, we are going to be working on, on a new project for um, our second show. And I actually took Rob's laugh and cut it into the audio for our intro. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, because that's awesome. Oh, it should be interesting. Should you, should you go ahead and announce the second be. show or no? Uh, we will talk about it later. I mean, first, we're going to get out, get everything out of the way, you know. Um, like, you know, we had mentioned before about there are people going on right now and buying up Nintendo Switches left and right. I mean, in bulk. Yeah. Water, you know. You even said right. your Walmart has a sign-up that says one-per-customer deal. So these yep. people are creating these online bots to buy up all these Switches and trying to sell them back online for like $800, you know. Mm-hmm. You can go on eBay right now and see $500, $600. And, see that, and the no, retail price is $299 for Nintendo right. Switch. Hello. Right. You know, so it's, it's amazing that, okay, I understand the concept that someone is that greedy to do something like that but in order for someone to buy that you got to fall for that i mean you can go online to gate you can go online you can go online to gamestop or walmart and look up you know the tennis switches even if they're out of stock they will get you a rain check on one all you got to pay is 299 you know and it's free shipping because over 35 dollars so you ain't got to spend 500 bucks on you know a piece of something that's been price gouged you know but go ahead what you got to say okay so think about it this way you know those that are those that want to price gouge are stupid because like I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, so you're buying you buy a Nintendo Switch, it's worth about let's say three hundred bucks, right? Three hundred bucks. Okay. You take it to the pawn shop, you know that pawn shop's gonna lowball you and give you forty five dollars. Forty five dollars somewhere brand, around there. Even brand new, forty five dollars. Now it's funny you that's, about that's actually true because I had an experience with that. I did have a Nintendo Switch at one time and one point in my life. All right. This kid come along at the pawn shop. And I was wanting to trade my Switch for a PS4 because Spider-Man had come out. I remember that. On a PS4. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And so the guy gets me a good deal. He calls me up like while I'm in the crack barrel and says, hey, here's the deal. I'll trade with you. I'll give you a terabyte PS4 Slim, which those are expensive. Right. Anybody that looks at them can tell. And he said, all you got to do is trade me your Switch and uh, trade me your main account. Let me use your games you bought. And it's for my kid's birthday party, and it's trade for trade. So I got a PS4 and one game out of it. But they ended up giving me close to $200 for it because Mm -hmm. of that particular deal. Right. It's not bad, but normally normally if you go to GameStop, they're only going to give you roughly around $125 or less. Yeah, they'll give you a lower than that. And then the pawn shop. Lower than that. Oh, pawn shops are worse. 
not to knock a pawn shop that I went to, but I'm just saying they would give you less. And like I said, it's back to what I was talking about. It's like um, when I was younger, not really younger, but I was like um, mid-20s, early 30s, whatever. That actually was one of my hustles. I would go to the pawn shop, sit in the parking lot, wait for people to walk up. And I was like, hey, what are you, you going to go pawn? What are you going to go sell? And they would tell me what item is. I said, well, you know they're going to give you a, a low-wall price on it. I said, tell you what, you see what they're going to offer you, and I will give you 5% markup. You know? And that's that's usually what I you know, people walking with giant screen TVs or game systems or something, you know, um power tools, stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't buy anything like guns or anything, but I was buying, you know, stuff like, you know, power tools, you know, music instruments, you know, stuff yep. worth money and stuff like that. Games, especially games and movies and stuff, because people walk in, you know, with boxes of movies and say, give me, you know, fifty cent a movie. I'll give you a dollar a movie, you know. So yeah, I mean, so I would actually get some good deals, and I had the pawn shop owners come out. Of, you can't be doing that. You got to leave and everything. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go down into the parking lot where it's not their section to it because there's a strip mall kind of deal, right? So I go down mm-hmm. the other end and I tell people, hey, if you go into the pawn shop, they're gonna lowball you. I'll give you five percent markup. So I'd be screaming across right. the parking lot. <laughs> so then now they eventually got the cops out there. They made me leave and all that shit. So I would go to different pawn shops and do the same thing. I only did it for a couple months. But um, that, that was one of my hustles, though. But I wasn't trying to <coughs> buy it and resell it. I'm just trying to buy it because it's cheaper. You know, that kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times you're better off selling it on eBay for your own prices. But oh, that's in the way, case, this is way in the case of Nintendo Switches, yeah. y'all out there that are doing that, I get you hustle. I get it. Yeah, but, you know... Legally speaking, you shouldn't be doing it because you're making a lot of people mad, and well, they'll okay. buy from you once it comes in stock. If you say you say, you say legal now. There's nothing illegal about um, uh, up upselling the price on it. There's nothing legal. It's immoral. But now, yeah, the old it goes back to the old saying: "Don't hate the player, hate the game." And so, it's the same way with if you're selling toilet paper for eighty dollars. Right, 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 right. I mean, uh, the same uh, way. Speaking of that, uh, wait, 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 that, wait, wait. Let me get this out right. Sorry. Quick. It's the same way if you're in California and you're selling one of these brand new cars like a uh, Ford Shelby GT500 or a C8 Corvette. Like a Ford Shelby GT500, which generally runs about, oh, say, base price, um, $73,000. But in California, they're selling them for like $180,000. Right, right. Yeah. So it's not yeah, illegal, it's immoral, yeah. So, but for someone to buy these things, I feel bad for them because they can go online to GameStop, Walmart, any other, you know, things, whatever, and get a rain check, you know. you ain't, I mean, yeah, you might have to wait a couple of, you know, weeks, whatever, but you're not going to spend 800 bucks on a $300 product. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you say that because I went to another Walmart in another city that's close by to me. Right. And they had Nintendo Switches in there. Okay, and yeah, see, there you go. I mean, you can go online at Walmart.com. You can anywhere in the country and get a um a switch or whatever. Hang on, I'm curious right now. As a matter of fact, let me find my glasses, and I'm just out of curiosity. Because I, I got a, I got a Walmart app, so I, I would have Walmart all the time. Yeah, I mean, this one had they were Nintendo Switch lights that you know are a different model, right? They're not the base model where you can hook it up to the TV. They're just the portable model. Okay, so yeah, I see Switch Even Lite. though the system's portable, basically they've released two different systems. Like, you know how you have PlayStation revisions, you have Xbox revisions? Yeah, the digital ones. Right. Well, this is sort of like that except for 
You can't yeah, take I'm, the uh, it takes out the switch part. You can't take the Joy Cons off, right? Or nothing. And it's just got a screen. It's like a Nintendo DS or something. Yeah, or so you can I, buy one that's got a screen that's portable, just like that. Except you can remove the controllers. You can do all that stuff and hook it up to the TV. Except for the light version, you can't. That right, that's sense. <clears throat> that's what I'm looking at right, right now. So, but the idea behind the switch, I mean, I mean, the whole craze. Let me, uh, and I'm trying to make sure that I know. I, I weren't really interested in this. You pull the joy pads off, and you can actually use that inside or outside, or, or does, it, does the console go inside or outside, or what's the deal? What the deal is, the console is, it's just like your any old game console, standard game console, except for it's a tablet. It's basically, okay, that's all it is, is a tablet, and you can take it anywhere. And that tablet can hook up to your TV. You play it that way, or you can take it mobile. Correct. So now the Switch itself is the pads don't come off. The Switch, okay, the difference between the Switch Lite and the regular Switch is the regular Switch, the little controller things, you know, snap off the side, kind of right. pull off the side there. Right. And you can use those wirelessly or hook them up to what they call a little dog bone pad. Okay, charges like a, them while you're playing. Okay. Or you could just go with the Switch Lite, which is basically just the same, that. It's, it's the like same that, thing. Um, it's like same that same um, concept, except for the, the controllers on the side don't come off. It's like that's why um, I can explain it. What was that? What was that uh, handheld games console? The Sega one. Oh yeah, my Game Gear. Yeah. What was that? Game Gear by the Sega 32X or something like that. No, no 30, 32X. 32X was standalone console. Yeah, that was on the console because I had I had a whole Sega I had Sega CD 32X I had the um adapter I had I had a whole my Sega Genesis was I don't like know. there was there's a game here like I mean if that's what you're talking about yeah the game yeah, the, like so you would have the console and the but so the light itself is the the pad the toggles don't come off right okay but you can still take it mobile though. you can still hook it up to your TV and everything no so, you can't uh, hook it up to your TV oh you cannot no it's strictly mobile. Oh, okay. So, but yeah. the regular switches that are not called the Switch Lite, just regular Nintendo Switch. That's ones you can take mobile. That's one you take. No, you can take both consoles mobile. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, the, the, the regular, regular switch, switch has a dock that you can hook your up to your up TV. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But you can take it mobile as well. I got you. I got you. Okay. And, and it's funny because we talk about these people are price gouging, and you know, creating these boxes, buy up all these switches, and people selling them out. And what happened a week later? Switch accounts getting hacked. Yep. You know, I mean, I, it's right there in black and white. I'm like, so people went out and bought an $800 Switch, and now their accounts are getting hacked. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you're buying, you know, not saying counterfeit products, but you're getting products that, you know, can literally steal your account information, your your banking information, your personal information, you know, identity theft, that whole nine yards. Right. So, you you get you get double fucked. Pardon my French. Yeah, right. you take Pardon your French, but I'll be right back, guys. I got to take her All right. You want high price. Right. What were you saying? Okay, so what I was saying was, so basically, you buying a switch at these hella high prices, and then you turn around and you getting hacked. So it's kind of like right. it's a scam. It's, right, a, it's right, a big right. scam. Right now, that's illegal, you know. But for anybody to go buy, I mean, like scalpers, you know, they go buy tickets and go sell them, you know, market price and everything. Yeah, it's illegal if you get caught doing that stuff. But you know, I mean. That kind of deal. But price gouging, I mean, that's nothing new because, like, even, like, when hurricanes come through Florida and you get a lot of damage and all that, gas station will raise the gas prices. They will raise prices on this, raise prices on that. So people do that, and it's, it's wrong. 
it's wrongly something like that, especially you know, and something like kind of, that kind of devastation. Like today, uh, we had a tornado come through, and you know, I tried to record it, but it only lasted for about five, ten minutes. But the last tornado that came through Georgia, it picked up an entire house and moved it across the street, and that's that's real, you know. So that was, that was you know, that, that kind of damage there is like, you know, then you're going to raise the gas prices because, you know, people can't get to another gas station. That, that's wrong. Right. Like, gas, speaking of gas prices, gas prices is running about maybe close to $1.50 here in Louisville. Okay, yeah, we're still at, like it. Yeah, we're there. Still at $1.72 right now. What's the, um, like, the closest gas station that I know of is sitting right around $1.64. So it's kind of like if we had a natural disaster here, they just had to... Raise the price from a dollar sixty four all the way up to maybe like three dollars and fifteen cents. You know, right, they can get it right. for that, right? Oh, and I I'm wait till JD gets back to talk about this because I found something interesting now that it's going to probably benefit all three of us and people like us along the way. But we'll wait till JD gets back to talk about that. Um, yeah, I found some good information now that I was like, wow, because like I say I don't do a lot of Facebooking. You know, I post in my groups. Um, I talk to my friends on Messenger, but I pretty much stay off. I go to the other internet and read everything going on in the world. So I was finding, <clears throat> pardon me, some information out there that, you know, it's, gonna, it's possibly going to benefit us in the long run. And I'm like, ooh, there's some good news. Right. I don't know if you came back or not, but someone was listening to the microphone. Ah. So, yeah, it was interesting. Um, it was interesting that... um. Like I said, I was sitting here getting ready to get set up for the show, and I got a call from the officer that was here Saturday night, and she wanted to do a follow-up. I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 come on by, because I was like, I'm getting ready to do something, but I got to wait. But um, So she sat outside for a minute or two, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm glad there's a cop in my front yard. Then I go, why is there a cop in my front yard? My paranoid brain with all kind of flippy flops. And I'm like, yeah, so that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I have returned. All right, so J.D., uh, we were talking about something a minute ago, and I want to wait till you got back because, you know, as we know, I don't do a lot of Facebook. I go on the other internet. And well, I, I had I, to take care of something from a life anyway, so. Yeah, I found, oh, some I found some information that actually might benefit us and people like us in the long run. So y'all know what the COLA is, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the cost of living adjustment. Right. Now, you know how that I drink works. COLA every day. Oh, man. But you know how that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they look at, um, you know, cost of living, how it increases or decreases, you know, throughout the years and they make an adjustment, whatever. Now, last year there was a 1.6 on the adjustment. So they went on that and pretty much, you know, like me, I got extra 15, $15, you know, that's what my uh, increase was. And I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, station nationwide standard, you know, whatever and deal like that. But it right. turns out that, um, since gas prices are so low right now, that means the oil market is so. I mean, is at a low time. And then since ain't nobody traveling anywhere, airfare is at a low thing. So they look at those costs of you know travel, heating, fuel, stuff like that, and they um, do a thing what they call a deficit. They try to monetize those things. But now right. here, here's the ticket though. Since everybody's been on you know on shelter in place, quarantine, you know those kind of things, everybody is uh, and restaurants are closed down. Everybody's eating at home, so the cost of food has you know not the cost of food, but the price of buying food has gone up. So that actually right. offsets the lower oil and the travel fares. <clears throat> and right now we're at a five five point three percent deficit of um, differential between those things right there. So they're talking about we might get a big increase next cola raise. Well, that's cool. I, all we can do, all I can do, is just watch for the rest of the year because they don't officially come out that until come out with that until between October and December, right? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But um, they're they're comparing, you know, last year's um gas prices, last year's travel fares, 
last year's um, consumption of food outside of the home, which is, you know, restaurants, takeouts, you know, fast food, stuff like that. But the since everybody's eating at home now, that price, that um, that number has gone up. Not the price, but that right. number has gone up. So that actually offsets the other ones, and it puts us around a 5.2, 5.3 deficit between those things. So it's like, wow. Now, I remember last year it was a 1.6. In our cola, so five point two and one point six—that's a big, big number right there. You know, right, mm-hmm. right. After I'm, that, not that's saying, I'm not saying it's gonna be a lot of money or anything like that, but you know, any little bit helps if that you know if it will. Right. Well, that's enough to where I can go on ahead and just let them just tax my social security check if it goes up that high. No, because it has to be um um over two thousand dollars. Oh, well, I ain't even there. I'm still sitting at about five hundred fifty dollars right now on my social security. Yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed to make up to two thousand dollars a month um, before they start taxing you stuff like that. So yeah, you're you're good. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I thought it was interesting when I read that. I'm like, whoa, well, there's something interesting because I actually study. I study the cold reports sometimes because I like right. like. I like analytical stuff. I like looking at stats and stuff like that. So I mean, of course, you know, hurricane season coming up. That's my fantasy baseball. Even I'm not in Florida anymore. I'm still on the coast of Georgia. So I look at hurricanes when they come in. I look at the names. I look at the wind speeds. I look at velocity, trajectory. I mean, it's my fantasy baseball. You know, that's my kind of deal. So it's, I'm right. weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. We all got our weird quirks. I just thought yep. that would be interesting, you know, bring that up to y'all because I didn't know if y'all read about that or not. Yeah. I, I follow. Yeah. I follow it, you know. But, like, as, as, as I will say this, you know, not to kind of, you know, throw off what you're saying, but to back up what you're saying. Or, how can I put this? As a rebuttal, I'm making like that, making like that as a rebuttal to what you're saying. It's still too early to tell. Oh, yeah, no, know, no, 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 it, no. No, it is, it is too, like I said, it's only projection is what it is. It's not yeah. a guarantee. It's not a guaranteed. It's not set in stone. It's not, you know, this is what's going to happen. It's a projection. They're, they're doing a comparison of, what last year's um, cost of living was compared to this year's cost of living, you know, and it doesn't just go people with social security. It goes for anybody in the world, you know, but <clears throat> the ones that they look at is, you know, are we able to, you know, afford the cost of living with our, you know, social security payments? So they, you know, right. try to give us a low increase. I know last year, was it last December? I think it was last November. Okay. Is what was. I think I got like, I'm an extra like uh, eight, nine dollars. That, that helps though. You know, that does help. Right. Hey, Rev. Yeah. Yeah, we was talking, not to derail from the. Oh, no, go ahead. No, No, we was talking about Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I'm scrolling through Facebook over here just looking around while I was listening to, you know, you talk about whatever you was doing there. And uh, I come across this game over here, which you might find interesting, called Cheech and Chong's Bud Farm. Oh, no. Cheech and Chong has their own game. No, because, like I said, I, I. I like games, but I know myself as I get I get too wound up in them. I get too caught up. That's why I don't own a game system now because I know if I was to have a game system, I wouldn't do anything else. Um, that's just that's that's who I used to be. So I don't want to go back to that. Even like in the right. mornings, I'll play Angry Birds and I'll play Spades and I play Words of Friends, My Lady, and that and that's my day. So by 10 a.m., my phone is sitting down. And I barely pick it up, you know, throughout the day. I'll, every now and then I'll pop on and go, oh, it's one missing me. So I'm like, okay, I'll talk to them. But I don't go on Facebook and scroll like, oh, what's going on on Facebook? And 99% yeah, of yeah. the time you send me a snake. Well, now that's just because um, <laughs> now it's, it's funny. And if you want to talk about it, it's funny because um, me and Lynn talk every day. Every day we talk. And, um, and she'll make a comment about something or she'll send me something, whatever. And I'll hit the thumbs up. And she's like, I really don't like the thumbs up. 
I was like, well, we're going to change that then. So I found out there's actually a way to change the um, little icons in, in Messenger. So we, we play around sometimes and change different ones. And um, ours is a snake. Um, you can change it anytime you want to. You know, it's, it's just there. So the snake right. is actually thumbs up. Yeah, and I know. I just think it's kind of funny. I'll send you something, and I'll instead of getting a typical response back, our typical conversation is like, oh, I sent Rev something. Waiting on response. I get a snake. Right, there's my there's my thumbs up, but I, I mean, because I mean, like I said, I, I either I'm doing something like today. I planned on actually playing in the yard today. I had to do some adult stuff this morning. Yeah, I had to do some adult stuff this morning. So I got on the phone call, made some phone calls, and I talked to some lawyers and I talked to these people and this and that. And I got done. I'm like, I'm gonna play in the yard because I gotta go build some more tables. Um, because we're getting ready, you know, put a brand new pond in. Not brand new. I'm gonna build a pond. So I need to build me a workstation on the other side of the house. So I ain't gotta carry wood from one side of that yard to the other. So I'm like, I need to do that today. But um, then then here come the rain. Then here come the tornado. And I'm like, oh damn it, man, really? <laughs> hey, hey, Rev. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, you know how you you're from the House of Mouse State, Florida? Yeah. Well, Disney theme parks are unlikely to open their gates up again until 2021. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I think that's a good idea for one reason. The people that live in Orlando, Florida, that actually visit Disney, that pays those high prices, they're going to save 80 bucks a ticket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Disney don't change. I mean, they might change, you know, um, put a new... Um, or put some um, paint on an old old um, old ride or whatever, or put some plaster up or whatever. they will change, you know, thing. But Disney really don't change on a day to day basis. So people that live in Orlando, Florida, or in the state of Florida that go visit Disney, they're dropping at least eighty bucks per ticket. You know, right. and once you're inside the park, you're gonna drop at least a bill. You're gonna drop a bill on food, water, candy, junk food, um, <clears throat> uh, merchandise. You know, those kind of things. So anything you know, Disney, you're just gonna drop some money on it, right? And if you stay at one of the hotels or the resorts, I mean that's bigger bucks right there. <clears throat> but but on the average visit on the average visit to Orlando, Florida Disney, you're gonna spend about five hundred dollars just on that day. And then you gotta deal with the you know the heat of Florida. Then you got these kids screaming, It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. You know, they're not having fun. It's not magical anymore. Now it's just painful, you know. So you gotta you know, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never been to Disney World, so I don't know. Well, see, well I was gonna say this. Go ahead. Let me say this right quick. You know, um, you say you're going to spend um, a half a band on Disney World alone. You got to think about it. You got people that's coming in from out of town from all over. Yeah, yeah. now that's the uh, other. At least a band or two just to go there. And that's the other. Um, I mean, that's the other side of the coin. It's like the tourist because Disney is the tourist trade in Orlando besides Bush Gardens, um, Universal Studios. Um, all them other you know things, whatever that's going on in Orlando. So yeah, Orlando is a tourist destination for people that come over, you know, from across the pond, you know, England, you know, that Europe, whatever, and stuff like that. So and um, you know, other sides of America. So Orlando, Florida, is a tourist destination. So they're not going there right now because they didn't do because Disney shut down. So I actually think that's a good idea to close Disney until next year. I mean, that way you're not looking at. Um, it's like um, what's that old? It's Eddie Murphy stand up when he talked about eating um crackers. You know, you feed someone right. feed someone the same cracker all the time. 
then you know it's like you know a stale ass dry cracker all the time. Then you give them a rich cracker, then they they freak out. You know, oh, this is a rich cracker. Mm, it's really good. So you're <laughs> you're you're going to Disney constantly every day. You're seeing the same thing every day. Every it's gonna get stale. You know. So right. Let's let's reintroduce some magic to the you know the people that never been there or the people that have been there many a time. So yeah, take about six months off. Close the engine down for about six months. Open back up. Then it's magical again. It ain't, it ain't no more routine. It ain't, you're like oh it's Disney again. Oh I gotta come here. You know that kind of deal. So it's gonna it's gonna make or, it a bit more magical, you know. Or it's just like um, it's just like our event, you know, that we have in the largest city in the state of Kentucky, right here in Louisville, the Derby. You know what I mean? Or right, Thunderbird, Louisville. Right. You know, you go there at least. You know, you know, when we have once a year, you go there every year, year after year after year, faithfully. Yeah, it's eventually going to get stale. That's right. why we're constantly changing things. You know, every year, except for this year, for the first time. Ever thunder's been pushed back to late summer, you know. So it's yeah, gonna be a little bit I'd of an love experience. to go thunder over Lul, though. It's gonna be a little bit of an experience being that you're gonna have thunder right around the same time. We're gonna have the Kentucky State Fair, which is also held right here in Louisville and attracts like hundreds of thousands of people from all over the right, world right. and from all over the all over the United States, including right here in Kentucky. And it does trickle down to the fact that, you know, these places like Disney shutting down, you know, I mean, the employees, you know, the the cast members, the employees. Now, the maintenance crew and the people that work behind the scenes, of course, they're going to have jobs, you know. But um, the people that, you know, come there to put on the costumes or hand out balloons or work concession stands, they're going to be out of work. But, of course, you know, they're being taken care of with the um, unemployment thing. So that ain't really a loss loss. But, you know. I really don't know how it affects anybody that lost their jobs during the situation. All I know is what I've read. Like myself, right. oh. I have not I have not personally met anybody that had to um lose their job because of this situation. I don't know if the, how they collected unemployment or anything like that. I don't know how I just know what I've read. So I don't know right. any how it actually works works. But hey Ray. Okay. Yeah. What what are you gonna say? I was gonna say this. You know, us back to the whole derby situation, us pushing derby back to late summer like this. It's actually caused caused our city to lose like a whole bunch of money to the tune of close to sixty million dollars. Now, how is that? Because of the fact of oh, the revenue stream. In, yeah, the revenue stream. We bring in that much people, that much wow, money that people wow. are willing to pay like high prices to you know go to the gold house and um, see the turnover go from the gold house, including you know all of those that you know stay on the twenty fourth floor where they actually push the buttons at. For Thunder right. and actually, you know, can have the whole control room to tell what acts coming through for the air show and all that good stuff. You got know, you. I got you. I got you. Now, JD, what were you going to say? Well, uh, you know, on topic of Disney, wasn't it a while back that we was just talking about where Disney characters, like the people playing in the costumes, felt like they were being violated? Yeah, getting, getting, by, getting. Getting um, what's that? Um, touching the wrong places. <laughs> they they touched wow. the mouse in his wrong hole. <laughs> yes, they did. And you you gotta wonder how this is all gonna affect anything, right? Considering right. everything's closed now, do those people still feel violated? Oh no, they they um, I'm pretty sure they don't because they're not getting groped on. Then again, you might have people like um, Stockholm syndrome is basically when you um, 
take someone prisoner or hostage, whatever, and keep them that way for so long that they actually depend on you to be their caretaker. So you can, you right. can set them, you can set them free. They're like, no, I don't want to leave now. I'm comfortable where I'm at. Can you well, imagine these people putting on costumes, getting groped, getting manhandled, getting grabbed? And here's what's funny but, to follow no, up with that. But so, so they're not getting grabbed now. Are they, are they going, why is nobody grabbing me? You know? Hey, Rev. Yeah. Yeah, but those people that was also saying they were violated could be a furry. Yeah, no, well, no, if they if they were if they said they were being violated, they were not furries. Only the only the people that were doing the grabbing. Oh. Yeah, furries were not because hey, he touched me the wrong. No, they're like, hey, touch me again. <laughs> you know, get me get me in my my duck my ducktails. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna see my tail smith? You wanna see my tail smith? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, you know. It'd be like DuckTales. Right. Right. So, um, what was it also? You brought up something. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, damn it, man. I, it was before the Kurt Angle thing. I can't remember what it was. Uh, it should be a master. What we talked about. Oh, uh, the Scooby-Doo thing. Yeah. And I was going to save that for, um, you know, our next, um, you know, our little project coming up pretty soon. But, um, uh, I like I, I I saw um, the trailer and it, and it's um and I remember a while back you sent me an article about the new Scooby Doo supposed to be dark whatever and I'm like I saw it's the trailer like, be, but I, I, I saw the trailer I'm like, I'm like I'm like there's nothing dark about that whatsoever I'm like that's all straight you know lighthearted and and cartoony I'm like there ain't nothing dark about it. unless they are doing another movie you know a live action movie they're gonna make it darker but otherwise what I saw in that trailer I'm like yeah there's nothing dark about that shit at all also. A sad bit of news, I guess, is that the Insane Clown Posse announces that the Gathering of the Juggalos is canceled this year. Now, I, <laughs> it's funny because I got friends in Florida that are, you know, consider themselves Juggalos and everything like that. So, um, and, and I, I'm a fan of the music. I'm not a Juggalo. I'm a fan of the music, you know, everything like that. But I know the gatherings are, are huge and everything like that. So if they can't, you know, go to a, you know, a gathering I mean, is it really going to affect our lives? Because it's just, you're going to put on clown makeup, put on some baggy clothes, and go sing some, you know, crazy rap songs. And have a wrestling event on top oh, yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, see, now, about that whole backyard wrestling, yeah, I'm all about that. But it's not like, you know, closing Disney down. It ain't like, oh, the ICP gathered his clothes. I can't live. No, no man. <laughs> go, go to something else. Now, you go. I've got something. I've got something, you know, to say on that. Okay. So. You got all these events getting canceled. Okay, so you who who here is heard of Black Entertainment uh, Television? Never heard of BET. Never heard. Yeah, of never heard of BET. What's that? Never about? heard of BET. I never heard of what Come is on that? now. <laughs> okay, <sighs> so all right, so instead of canceling all these events, a lot of do what BET did when they had like a um, special event to raise money for COVID nineteen. They had like a SOS event where everybody. Was in they did like a little event where everybody was basically in their home and they hosted like a little show from their home and everybody came on like you know digital camera and BET aired it on TV and they had performances where everybody was in their home performing you know right. why, something like no, that. No, okay, well now okay, let me let me um add on to that real quick because I understand your point, Rock. Like I said, I've seen a lot of celebrities 
musicians doing these things from you know out of home you know live stream thing whatever but if you have never been to a live concert or to a gathering such as the um the the, the juggalos or rainbow gathering for the grateful dead or anything a mass quantity thing like that it ain't it ain't the same feel of sitting at home watching it you actually want to be in that crowd it ain't actually about being well you know watching the juggalos it's that crowd that you want to be around so yeah people can gather up and you know have a crowd and watch it online but it's it's not the same experience I, as much i can say from um, from my own travels in um in the music industry i mean that's so that's it's a totally different ball game but i do understand that you know icp can go on and do a live stream but it's not the same thing as people actually being there you know exactly right. exactly but i do it's the I same do, way with sorry any, yeah anything entertainment right now you know yeah I mean, it's the same way with WWE and AEW. No crowds. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. it's the same. It's same feel. Now, uh, now, since I don't go to wrestling matches, it's not. It's not really different for me, except for watching it with nobody in the stands. You don't have that crowd, you know, cheering or booing or you know making the noise. So it's like it's like it's actually watching like watching a training match. And I find it interesting that you know they are actually putting on their their show. And trying to perform best they can without anybody being there, except like that one time where we saw that someone actually filmed during the commercial where they just hung out and talked like a like, like a coffee break, you know, or like wrestle, 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 commercial break. Hey, how's it going? So you know, what's going on Monday? You know, how, how's your dog doing? You know, I was like, then then it's like commercial breaks over with. All right, back to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. So that yeah, was they funny. put themselves back in place. Everything's fine. It was funny. Then um <laughs> yeah. Well, what was it? Um, this last episode on Monday Night Raw was funny because MVP's back on there, and he was calling out somebody, and he called the wrong person out, and someone had had to mention. It. He goes, "No, it's still." He goes, "Oh yeah," and I'm talking about. I'll talk about that one later, but this one I'm talking about now. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," so he he screwed up his lines a little bit because I know they feed off the energy of the crowd, and it, and it works on that kind of idea. So it was funny to see MB, MVP, you know, mess up his lines and everything. So it, it was kind of funny. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, we've had stuff in the past like where a wrestler ran down the ramp and uh, actually slid under the ring, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, oh, I can had, understand that. They had one. Oh yeah, Titus O'Neil. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Gator Gator tripped, and then Bobby Lashley did something too. Yeah, Titus O'Neil was a Gator boy. He was a he's played for the play for the Florida Gators. Yes, sir. But um, I remember one time. What was it? Randy Orton was coming out for somebody. And one of the people were like, oh, I guess it's like oh, one of the old King, um, King of the Ring tournaments, whatever. And it was mm-hmm. on the throne, and Randy Orton's coming out, and the thing collapsed. And Randy Orton just started busting up laughing. You know, broke the fourth, fourth wall and started busting. I mean, because it's funny. You know, you're coming out, they're like, oh, I'm Randy Orton. And then you see someone next to you just fall down. He's like, oh, he, did, he lost it. And he started cracking up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's cool when wrestlers start showing emotion like that, breaking the right. fourth wall. But yeah, I couldn't see myself going to a wrestling event and I'm the only one in the stands. It won't be the same feel as the energy of the crowd. But at home watching it, yeah, I'm not really not missing on a lot. I'm still catching up on the stories. I'm still and they, and I like I say they're doing the best they can to keep that product going. And um, have you heard about the new announcement for the ladder in the match? Ladder uh, money to bank ladder match coming up? I don't watch WWE. Oh, I, so I, I, no, I know I haven't. I know you don't watch, but have you heard what they're gonna do for this year's money in the bank? And I think no, I can't particularly say I have. It's a great idea because you know the idea is there's no crowd, there's no fans. So I mean, you're going to put on a performance to you know do the money bank, and that's always been a you know adrenaline rush thing, whatever and stuff. So what they're doing is they're taking the money to bank contract in the briefcase and sticking it on the top of the tower of the WWE Network Tower, the one that's um in um um Stanford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. 
the, the home office, they're actually, so you got to fight from floor to floor to floor to get up to the money, the thing. There's actually no ladders. Well, there might be ladders inside the buildings, but yeah. So it's pretty much a office battle royale. And I think back to what you talk about that one movie or whatever it was. Yeah, the office. Uh, yeah, the Draco experience. Or right, something. right. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of people, you know, picking up um paper shredders and breaking the blades off and shit and get um water bottles and I mean office chairs, um potted plum fake trees. So I'm, I'm picturing all this shit now. So I think it's a great idea to put that on there because that actually would be a better filming experience for the fans themselves. Because like I say, WrestleMania when they did Undertaker and um AJ Styles match, that was like a mini movie. That was awesome. That was that was good the way they did that. So I can see this idea of them doing it with some money to make. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. Right. Yeah. AEW where they do their internet stuff. You know how I told you they were big on the internet stuff. Right. Right. Well, they've been doing this thing called being the elite. Right. Right. And um, the guys they call the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, they've been holding wrestling matches from their own home. Like, in fact, they held held one episode. Like it was like a little sub thing. Where they wrestled on a tennis court. They stuck okay. a ring in the middle of the tennis court and had a match there. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, that's then, last, that would be a big cage match then. Well, at least where I come from, the tennis courts had, you know, fences around them. So that, that would be a giant cage match, wouldn't it? You know, I always thought about that. Actually, when I go into Walmart, you know how, like, you see, like, the garden center, the big cages? Yeah. I always thought, like, man, it would be so cool to have a cage match in here. Oh, I used to. Right? Oh, I used to. Oh, that's another reason why I can't have a game console because I have video game vision. Uh, there's no lie about that. That, that is actually a true psychological phenomenon, um, video game vision. Because I played so much Grand Theft Auto, so I mean, so, I mean, so much that when I would actually walk down the road, I would have visions of what I can do, like the video game does. You know, I do that sometimes. I know. So yeah, I, I had video game vision even like when I played Oblivion. I played the shit out of Oblivion, Elder Scrolls. Skyrim, you know, all that. I would literally have be outside and have I can do that with that. I can do that. I can make that right there. You know, I, so I would literally have video game visions, you know. So I cannot imagine myself, you know, back in I can only imagine what you do that Assassin's Creed. I, well, I was thinking back to last year when Red Dead 2 came out and everybody went buck wild and I'm like, I I could not get it. I'd be I'd be Clint Eastwood going down the street. All right, let's kill somebody. Blah, 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 blah. Let's rob a train. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, could, I, could, I couldn't play the game. There's Rob's play, laugh. Yeah, I couldn't play the oh. game because I'd be stuck in that minute. But I do have video game vision, and it sucks because, you know, I want to live in the real world, but then I walk outside, and I'm like, I'm still stuck in the video game. How can I do this? And I'm like, hey, Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and challenge our, challenge our fans out there. All right. Those of you that drink alcoholic beverages out there, Take a drink every time Rob laughs and see how long it takes you to get Oh, yeah. See now, they're, they're, see, now that's a good thing, right? Because we used to do that um, with, like, Pranos, um, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, we used to have um, we used to have watch parties at our, at our houses, you know, be four or five of us, and that would be some of our drinking stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's funny. If people were to actually take a shot every time Rob laughed, oh, dude, there'd be some drunk people out in this world. It'd that's be, what I'm saying. It, it'd be called the P. You know, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, the gas is clearly drinking game. Y'all heard it official. Yeah, right. So there you uh, know. There you go. Got, I laugh, got? y'all drink. PS what Universe. Else, what Do else it. y'all what, what else y'all got for the folks before we um get into this last topic? All right. So go ahead and go into the last topic. I don't really have nothing unless Rob's got something. Rob, you got something, brother? Um 
Not really. I, you know, got a lot of the stuff that I needed off my mind. I just added basically into what you all were talking about. So I really don't have nothing. Cause I know oh, actually, hey, Rev. Okay, go ahead. I've got a question, and it's directed for you. All right. Five have you ever seen, since you said you like the ICP stuff. Yeah. Have you ever seen like Big Money Hustlers and Big yeah. Money Wrestlers? Yeah, I've seen I've seen the movies. What do, you, um, what do you think of the ICP movies? They were they were funny. I mean, it was it was gimmicky, it was campy, it was funny. I mean, it ain't it ain't like it ain't like watching Armageddon or Titanic, you know, or anything along those lines. But they, they were funny. They they did a good job on that, you know. Yeah, Scott right. Paul, especially in the old West Town, that was funny. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it was it was good stuff. It was good fun stuff. Yeah, I, I just didn't know if you'd ever seen those. But anyway, oh, yeah, go yeah, ahead yeah, and go yeah. to the next thing. All right, PS Universe. So we were talking off off camera, uh, well, off camera, off microphone, wherever you want to. Call. I'm still learning tech, um, technical terms for a podcast because I got school today. I got school by some podcasters today because Uh-oh. yeah, because um, with Spreaker, okay, we can see how many downloads we have, but that's about it. We can't really see how many viewers we have on you know each because we have iHeart. You know, um, iTunes, Spotify, all the other major things. So we really can't see how many people actually view our you know, our podcast and everything. And someone goes, well, what do you mean by viewers? You mean you have a YouTube channel? I was like, no, I don't have a YouTube. Well, I have a YouTube channel, but I want to know how many people are actually viewing our show. He goes, well, they're called listeners, not viewers. And I'm like, oh, you ain't got to be a-hole about it. You know, uh, I'm still learning the, the terminology for, you know, audio versus video. Yeah, like, we're in a new realm. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we are We are still, even though we've been doing this for a year now, we started on YouTube. We record, put our videos up on YouTube. But, um, so I have to learn new terminology when I talk to a podcaster because I'm like, and they take that shit seriously, you know? I'm like, not all oh, of them. Oh, yeah, they get offended if you say the yeah, wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So not, not all of them, not all of them, but, you know, someone who goes, they're not viewers or listeners. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning. So I want to see if there is a website, um, um, an online tool or an app that actually works like TubeBuddy does for YouTube, you know, because TubeBuddy will give you all the analyticals, they'll give you stats, they'll give you all these things. I mean, it's more stuff in there what, than what YouTube actually has on their little side page. So I would like to know if there's a way to um, see how many listeners we have, you know, with iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and all the other places. I, I'm curious. Um, you know, um, and also looking at regions, you know, what part of the world, what part of America, you know, these kind of things, I'm demographics, you know what I mean? So I'm, I want to see those things because I'm interested in them. You know, I think they're cool to look at and everybody, you know, no one's come up with anything so far. And everybody's like, well, if you go to Podbean or you go to um, the cast box and you go down anchor and I'm like, I don't want to sign up for a brand new website. Cause I enjoy Spreaker. I mean, they do what we need to do. They put our shows out there, but now I will I will say this that um with Anchor you can actually record straight through Anchor. You don't have to go through um Skype or anything like that. You would send in someone a link and they would uh, link up to that thing and record straight through um Anchor. So I'm like it it seems pretty cool. But I heard like Podbean they'll give you all the stats and all that stuff. But um I I enjoy what we're doing. I enjoy Spreaker, you know, because it's simple, simply easy, and we're using the paid service. So I would like to know if there is a online tool or website or an app that actually works like TubeBuddy for YouTube for podcasters. Cause I would like to see, you know, how many listeners we have in different parts of America, different parts of the world, you know, that kind of deal, regions, demographics. I mean, you know, when, what time they're listening and you know, how long they, I mean, I'm, I'm curious about those things because I think they're interesting. So, you know, that's what I've been trying to do. But now other than that, um, like I said, um, PS universe, 
when we go off air, we have small conversations and I was telling, you know, my co-host that I was thinking about getting back on camera and, and reviving one of my old shows, which was fries with that. And that's basically a movie and TV wrestling review kind of thing, whatever. And that was live video. And then, and, um, JD wanted to come on that and Rob was involved also. I said, well, I got a better idea since we already got the PSU got this one. We just turned that into a, a second podcast. So we'll take, you know, PSU to birth the PSU got this from two days a week down to one. Then the second day we actually will start our own, you know, movie review thing, whatever. So we're, I'm been working on that and we're going to go on the idea. It's going to be like a three category system. You know, if you will, we'll someone, one of us in the group will pick a movie. We'll sit down and watch the movie. We'll talk about it, hold down the yards, give up some trivia, throw some little Easter eggs if you seem to think funny, whatever in there. Then we'll have a second segment where we actually talk about off topics about you know other movies and things in entertainment. Like we talk about wrestling and other TV shows and you know things along those lines. Then we'll have a third segment where we actually it's um pretty much you know um give it a shot. Each of us will recommend to the the audience. Um, one movie and one TV series, and we tell them why we recommended those things, to, and we do that weekly, you know. And I think that's a great idea. And I've been trying to come up with a name because I like to be catchy and original. So I would put in a name in these um, podcast places, and they'd be like, boom, 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 boom. Everybody's already used it. And JD gave me some names. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Somebody used. So I need, I need to come up with something original. So I sat down, and in my head, just went to flicking and flopping, and then went to zipping and zapping, and I come up with this. The Flim Flam Movie Slam. You know what I'm saying? So that just brings off the tongue right there. So, yeah, we're going to be starting up our second show, and it will be the Flim Flam Movie Slam. We're going to do movie reviews, TV reviews, have conversations, but we're going to keep it in the entertainment realm, and we'll put everything else on the PS. You know, you got this like we're doing right now. So right. keep an keep an eye out for that, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, podcasters, and I love y'all. I dearly do because I, I give y'all praise all the time. Um, listen out for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just looking on Facebook there for a few minutes while we was talking about that, and uh, I just watched it. And Rob, I sent you the video, but I just watched this woman take a baby diaper and put it on as a mask. All right, hang on, hang on, y'all keep talking. Be right one second. Oh gosh, people, I'm telling you these days, like a baby diaper mask, right. really? That's nasty. Yeah, that's gross. You know right, how that, much? That might have been more than one second. <laughs> uh oh. No, no, no. Because um, I also, um, in these podcast groups, people actually go in there and, you know, ask questions about technical things. I'm sorry to interrupt. What were y'all talking about? Diaper on the face? Yeah, we were, we were talking about this uh, video I just watched this woman where she put a, turned a baby diaper into a mask. Oh, I mask. Got yeah, no, I got to tell a dirty secret also. Um, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh, I, I understand the concept of wearing the mask okay i understand you don't want to get the sickness or give it to somebody else and i see people wearing it but i see people you know what their accessories now you know they actually match their clothes or they you know use it so i mean i, I shake my head and i'm going really you're making a, you can't just wear a simple face mask surgical mask you know without making a statement you know without making a fashion a statement you know so i i i do poke fun at people when i see these things so we went to the pet store last week and uh, get some mom pet supplies and this girl was wearing a face mask and it um had did a little design and everything on there and, I, and she goes can i help you i was like yeah sure now i got four cats do you have these little masks small to put on my cat's face because i don't want to get a coronavirus from my cats and she looked she rolled her eyes like she was upset but then the other cashier started busting out laughing 
You know, and I was like, I, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you, you know, but, you know, I think oh, she, got, she had a kitty cat mask. No, 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 no. She didn't, have, no, she didn't have a kitty cat mask on. She had a um, surgical mask, but it had like um, a floral design or something like that, whatever. So, you know, I was just I was just poking fun. Not at her, but just at the situation itself. And I'm like, well, I got four cats. Can I get some small surgical masks for my cats? And I could see her getting a little offended. And I'm like, oh, my bad. But the other girl, you know, started busting up laughing. <laughs> Because uh, this whole situation is ridiculous. Well, yeah, okay, now, um, now I, I'm actually um, not saying that anymore because I, I understand the concept of people want to be safe, they want to be healthy, want to do these things. And, of course, like, you know, we're getting ready to open up a lot of these major cities back to, you know, where we were. And it's not even, it's not even 100% sure that the coronavirus is gone now. And they're even talking about a new, um, you know, evolved strain coming out. So, and even like right now in Japan, there has been a dock ship with, you know, 300 um, workers, you know, um, tested positive for coronavirus. So it's it's not it's not over with yet, but it, it is going away because, you know, we have been practicing the shelter in place. We have been right. practicing um, the six feet um, distance thing. We have been practicing wearing the mask. So, yeah, I mean, people want to wear the mask. I understand that. But don't make it a fashion statement, you know. But then again, maybe they don't want to, you know, look like an ordinary person with a little blue thing, whatever. So they want to go look fashionable. I, I, get, I get it. You know, I understand that when people want to be safe and everything, but don't, but don't wear one and just to be fashionable. And one thing I have noticed that um, in the Walmart parking lots and also save a lot, um, those rubber gloves people wear all the time, they're throwing them in the baskets. They're throwing them on the ground. That's not safe. That's not healthy. That's not sanitary. You know, keep, take your gloves, put them in like you, like you do when you walk your dog, you know, get your little baggie. When you're done with your gloves and your mask, put them in a little baggie, tie it up, you know, it's, and dispose of it. Yeah, properly. Don't don't just throw it on the ground, because all right. you're, all you're doing is taking those exact same germs that you're trying to bring yourself and giving it to somebody else. Like I said, yep. I understand the idea of being safe and everything like that, but you you can't you know start you know doing things like I said. It's possible that this thing is not not be over with yet, but you never know. I mean, it might be going away now. Might be getting over it. Might be doing our thing. Like you know, our immune system kicking in. We're getting healthy, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm seeing all these things, and it's it, it makes my head shake, and I'm like. You want to be germ free, but then you want to give somebody else your germs. I, I don't get that. Well, hey, right. Rev. Yeah. You know, I've been studying on this whole stupid Tiger King thing, and I think it's crap. Oh, yeah, 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 Tiger King. Exactly, it's crap. <laughs> and, I, and I know, and I know there's people out there that actually enjoy watching it. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching that bullshit. I've but, not um, seen uh, the trailer, but from what I've seen, Pictures wise, it looks crap. I, I I put it to you like this. Um, before we get up out of here, I'll put it to you like this. I'm gonna give you my honest impression of the Tiger King. And like I said, I know people are gonna get offended by this. People will think, well, damn, Rev's an asshole. I'm like, well, yeah, I am. I say that all the time. But here's the here's the thing. I mean that. I'd rather drink a six pack of Boobly than watch the Tiger King. <laughs> oh boy, he's getting desperate. Yeah, <laughs> y'all help the Rev. He's getting desperate. So yeah, if anybody knows about the boobly, Rev and Friday does not mess with the freaking boobly. So yeah, and I probably Rob left. There's a chance to take another shot. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I like I, I saw it, and, you know, and I'm not even close to being interested. And I know people are. They're they're into it. They're like, 
it's like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. Now, they're even talking about making a movie out of it, and I'm like, man. Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm like, no, no, Isn't no. this a redneck thing, like a Tiger King redneck know. thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm be like, I'm be like Bill Murray and Meatballs. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. There you go. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, we're gonna get up out of here. Like oh, I said, BS gosh. Universe. We are working on doing our own movie TV reviews, and a lot of this comes from when I used to do these things. And also, like I said, there are quite a few podcasters that do these, and I listen to it. And I'm like, so I ain't stealing nobody's ideas. I'm not stealing anybody's concepts. But y'all have inspired me to get back and to do anything. So we have uh, always talk about entertainment, you know. So let's right. make that our, you know, our so side. We're, we're branching off. Right, 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 right. So when. Our first show should be Tuesday, and it'll be up Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. So, y'all, keep an eye out. I'm sorry. Keep an ear out for the Flim Flam Movie Slam, you know? It sounds like Flim, man. I'm telling you, it sounds like Flim out your throat. Well, Flim, it's it's Flim Flam Movie Slam. See, you oh. said that so fast, you could get tongue twisted. Dude, I've been, scat- Dude, I've been scatting all my life, though. Give me the that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been scatting all my life. I mean, that's what that is. Oh, so you're the scat man now, huh? No, not now. Not now. I've been scatting all my life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go. LL Cool J said it the best. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. And that was actually on one of the video clips that I had listened to the other day. I was like, I remember saying that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And since we're going to close, I'd like to uh, close out with this, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, this is for like you know for those who are really nuts to protect themselves against you know the coronavirus like those protection nuts. Don't just wear the mask and the gloves. You know, as I will promote this, as they've always been saying on TV. You know, on all the commercials, stay at least six feet from each other. Wash your hands for at least twenty seconds. You know, twenty seconds is all you need. You know, um, don't touch your face. You know, this little simple stuff that, you know, that you can do to prevent yourself from getting hey, COVID-19. Hey, right. hmm? That 20 seconds is all you need, huh? So no, Man, That um, sounds like a sexual joke. No, no. No, I, I agree with Rob because they give you all the guidelines to follow by. Now, it's funny because I got cats. And right now, it's, you know, getting... It's getting right now into that hot season, and my cats are shedding. And one of my cats, Mitzi, she has a real – she's shedding a lot, like danger's going off. And so I get the the fur in my eyes. Now, I'm touching my eyes constantly, you know, so I don't – but I don't have the fear of catching the coronavirus or giving it to somebody else. So I do touch my eyes, but I do – but, it's, you know, I wash my hands. I sanitize. I do all these things. So it's like um, even when I cough or sneeze, it's into my hand or into a, you know, towel or whatever. It's it. But now yeah. the funny – but now the funny thing is, when we're not in public, we go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, me and my lady, and we're looking at things, and she um come up behind me or gives me a hug or kiss, and I'll scream loud as hell. No, wait, no, 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 six feet, motherfucker, six feet. Hey, hey, Riff. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, this whole six feet thing ain't so bad now. If you pass gas in the store, at least you're six feet away from somebody. Uh, it depends. That depends on who you, who you, who you don't fart it on. But yeah, we're going to get right. out of here. We're going to get up out of here at PS Universe. We love y'all. Again, happy anniversary. Fellas, y'all say goodnight to the folks. I'm going to hit the button. All right. We love y'all. Peace. It's crap. The Fish and Game Commission has raised the legal kill limit on campers to three. So if you're hiking today, please wear something bright and keep low.